this is the time, man. This is this is a great opportunity for anybody that's in business, and we want you to take advantage of it. Hey, hey, welcome to Smart AF. I'm your host, Tori Mathis. We have got a great show for you today, so let's get started. Hey guys, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Tori Mathis, and I'm here with the one and only, the Sean Mathis, founder of Miles Through Time Automotive Museum here in Georgia. I got perks. You do. Some might say best museum in Georgia, best automotive museum in Georgia. Some might say that. <laughs> I might say that. If it was Alabama, I might think different. Is that Alabama? No. Yeah, you're thinking of Barber. That's Alabama. Yeah. That's a pretty sweet museum. That is a pretty sweet museum. Shout oh, out. Technically, it's, it's a, motorcycle a motorcycle museum. museum. But there's, there's a bunch of cars in it there. It is too. a beautiful museum, though. You guys, if you haven't checked out the Barber Motorcycle Museum... The biggest motorcycle museum in the entire world. Holds the Guinness World Record for it. Man, it is beautiful. Uh, think like high class art gallery, but for motorcycles, just it was worth the trip. Yeah, it's pretty much nothing like Miles Two Time. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, Miles Two Time is a nice automotive museum, but it is—it's a different style, and that's okay businesses are different so we were talking digital marketing I want you to continue what you're talking about we had to jump on here okay so we were talking about back in the day if you were to advertise promote your business in any way beyond word of mouth you had to pay for an ad in the phone book Maybe pay for an ad in a magazine or a newspaper. Uh, you had a real big budget. You might pay for a commercial on the radio or TV. That was about it. There wasn't really a whole lot else you could do. So word of mouth was You could cold huge. call. You could cold call. I know that there are people for that type of business that would just... Yeah, but like, let's go back to the dog groomer. Can you imagine in their oh, downtime? Yeah. They're like, let's open up that, those yellow, you know, I guess it wouldn't be yellow, the white pages. I don't even And start know. calling, you got a dog? How's their uh, grooming? Wow, I, I don't know how they... Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. I mean, they could mail. You could mail and you would probably yeah, was that. have to Which isn't it, it, it's mail to everybody. Yeah. No, it's not. And printing isn't cheap. Um, so, yeah. But now... Like, and I say this and I'll say it again, like it really is one of the greatest times to be a business owner. Why? Digital marketing. Yeah, there's uh, almost no end to what a business could do now to market their business. And it starts with a ton of free things to do. I think that's one of the crazy differences is that before... And it's funny that I say 20 years ago, but maybe it was more, maybe it was less. Like, we're going to call it 20 years ago, guys. Um, adjust as necessary. 20 years ago, all of the control was in really large businesses because they were the only ones that had the money to really reach out and grab the attention of consumers 
by going on TV, by doing all these things that Sean just talked about, uh, by creating a commercial, um, nobody else really had the means to get out at all um, in the kind of way that big businesses did. Like money was the the calling card. Sure, even if you're thinking of like uh, like we talked about in the other one, or just how easy it is to take photos and videos nowadays. Like, I don't have any video from my childhood because of the difficulty of doing that. Uh, even just regular pictures, you, know, you had to go get this stuff developed. You didn't even know what the quality of the I mean, most of them were garbage. Blurry in one way or another. Or they just didn't print right. Uh, there, there, was, there wasn't a whole lot an individual business owner could do because everything that was available was also difficult. It was. When I started building websites, which would have been 2007, um, it was not easy. Uh, luckily, like I'm, I'm pretty detailed oriented. I'm organized. I, I want to learn how to do like everything. So I was able to, you know, we, I learned a little bit in advertising school. Um, but I learned how to build websites in Flash and like Flash did not last that long. So I had to actually go out on my own and learn how to code websites and like it was literally coding websites like it wasn't using any type of builder it was like literally by hand and so at that time those with the skills or the money to pay for somebody to do it they were the ones that were able to even be online so when i moved back to california after i got out of the army and everything um, I got a job, like I was already going to school and I was working at my dad's business. Cause he was like, if you come back, you know, get a job at my business for a while. Like he just wanted me to come back. Um, and definitely not like the thing I wanted to do. I, I wanted to do what my job was going to be, what I was going to school for advertising. And I actually was able to get a temp position at AT&T, AT&T, however, like I was able to do their, I was their like website building content collector. And at that time, and so that would have been 2005, six, six, um, they actually, so people would call the businesses and get them to buy ads in the phone book. And at that time, people really couldn't build their own websites by any means. And so it was an upsell that they're like, hey, we'll build you a website. And so my job was after the salespeople would um, make the sale, I would actually contact the business and collect everything they needed and organize it all and get it all ready so that somebody, I don't know who, would build the website. So I was just like the collector. And so that even then, like the power was not in the business owner's hands by any means. I mean, it was still those yellow page times. Like what a crazy different time it it was then. And now with the power of digital marketing, and like Sean mentioned in the very beginning, the power of these free tools to market your business digitally 24-7 to all of these people that are already online looking stuff up is crazy amazing. And, and I don't think people 
put enough value into it. There's, yeah, even our clients. That... Or they're still scared. I think that that, might, that could be it too. Maybe they value it, but they're like, eh, not for my business. Eh, too hard. Too much work. You guys, like you can do this. I promise. Yeah, there's definitely, you, you, you can get a little bit more difficult on some of the stuff that there is available. Uh, but from a starting standpoint, like there's nothing difficult um, about claiming your Google business. Uh, even if they're, if Google hasn't gone and, and created some sort of uh, listing for you that you have to claim and you have to go and start at the very beginning and put your business name in there, like it's still checking boxes and filling out information that you already know. There is nothing difficult about it. Why would you not at least do that? Uh, even the social media um, places that you could advertise your business on, like Facebook. Uh, but you, okay, so you said advertise. So yet. to me, advertise is spending money, and so list right. So just to just a, just a free listing, even like Yelp. You know, if you, you just just take the free business, and I I tell our clients too because. Uh, Yelp is notorious for upselling, or at least attempting to. So you go and you fill out your business listing on there. You can pretty much assume you're going to uh, get a few phone calls, maybe they some are, emails. They're the new yellow pages. Like yeah. They'll keep calling you and harassing they, they you. They want you to pay for a featured listing. Which you don't need. Not necessary. Not, not at all. Uh, but the, the search results, you know, if you're a HVAC technician... Yelp pulls up most of the time, no matter what area you're in for HVAC technicians. So you might as well be listed on there. Whether or not you're in their top five or whatever the case may be, you know, maybe that's something you want to look to in the future. But for now, if, if you don't have your stuff on there, get that on there first. My suggestion always for any business that wants to start to get online and wants to start digitally marketing their business, um, obviously, like the first one would be to claim your Google listing uh, and then your social media accounts, create them business accounts, not using your personal account because it's very, very different. So creating a business account, which is completely public because um, when you actually have your business on, like, for example, Facebook, um, when people search on Google, your Facebook page for your business will show up as a result. And like, that's the whole point of putting your business online is for people to find you, anybody to find you. And so if you put it on your personal page, the only people that can see that are people that are your friends. It's also against Facebook's rules to have your business on a personal page, but you want to make sure that things are set up properly and that things are set up as a business. Super important. So if you don't have that, like you can get it changed over. You can Google how to do that and it's not that difficult. If you're going out there to set something up, so again, always set it up as a business, which as a business gives you like really cool analytics that you can see how many people visited it. The analytics alone should be enough to ensure that you don't do it as a personal page. And I still see it. I still see people out there on Facebook friend requesting me as a business, but as their personal profile, which then then I almost like these, these people are just going to solicit me. Like we don't need to be friends. Right. 
Because when you become friends with somebody, that means that you are giving them access to all of your stuff that you want on their private, and really you don't need that as your business. You need to be set up as a business page. So once those things are done, the next thing to do is to Google whatever it is your services are. So we'll say dog groomer because we love talking about the dog groomer because there's so many missed opportunities about the dog groomer. So if you go into Google and Google dog groomer, it'll probably pull up, you know, dog groomer near me, whatever, that's fine. But then you're going to find um, that your, you know, a Google listing is probably what's going to come up first, maybe a map that has all of the dog groomers that are around that area. If your business is on there, that is where you could probably say claim this business if you found, you know, your business on there and it's not already. But then if you start to scroll down, you'll notice that like obviously Google is going to be the top one. But the next couple, they might be, if they say sponsored, that means those people are actually paying Google to show them first. Um, and so like if you refresh the page a lot of times, uh, it'll be different ones because they're only bidding for your attention. And so those ones don't count, okay? Then if you scroll down a little bit more, you're gonna probably find that the top ones are these directory type sites or review sites like Yelp. So that means if anybody is searching dog groomer near me, dog groomer your town, those directory sites are gonna be what comes up first. And you wanna try to go down and fill out all of the ones that you can. They're free. A lot of times, like Sean said, Google, Yelp, these different places, they're gonna make a listing for your business just off of general information. Uh, maybe you have a you know a business address or a phone number that's listed somewhere, your, I don't know, however they find it, okay? They're gonna put something out there, but it may not be accurate. It's definitely not gonna be filled out all the way. And it's not gonna be utilizing like your hours and photos and have your logo on there and, and all of those important things that you need to fill out. So you can go through find all those directory sites and then make sure that each one of those that you have an account, um, that way you, you're you not buying anything, but that's giving you access to the information so that you can update it and it's allowing you to respond to reviews. Yeah, the reviews part is essential on that because if, if all these different online resources are creating something for you and you don't even know about it, uh, it's also giving a platform for disgruntled employees, um, maybe some shady competition to leave negative reviews, legitimate negative reviews that maybe you don't even know about that that you should, especially if you've got employees and, and somebody leaves a negative, that's your opportunity to then reach out and find out you know, what's going on with your business and how you can you know, make the correction. Make the correction. Otherwise, you know, all that stuff left alone, <laughs> even when people do see your business on there, it doesn't look good and they're going to pass over you. So all of these places, these directory sites and things like that, these are your first step to digital marketing where you're going to be able to put your business out there, be able to keep your business updated and to be found by all of these people that are looking for whatever these services are that you offer. So what would you say would be anything else that I missed for like, if people wanted to get started with getting found online that you would suggest that maybe I missed? As far as filling it out? Just now, just in general. 
I know but both of us, Sean and I work with our clients in doing this, but a lot of the, the Google stuff and a lot of the business listings is something that, you know, Sean has really taken over and uh, helps our clients make sure that those things are filled out and filled out correctly. Um, we have another video that we talked about, like adding um, photos to a Google listing and how that helps your Google listing um, be seen more and be seen in front of a lot of other people. Yeah, I think the the biggest thing is just don't focus on what anything costs and just complete everything that's out there that's available. Your industry might have a directory website that you know we don't even know about, but um, in your world, it's relevant. Make sure you're listed. Sometimes like the, your local chamber might be something that comes up for businesses that people are looking for. So that's another opportunity for you to get out there in the digital world and get noticed a little bit more. Um, any type of local websites, um, sometimes they have like uh, local restaurant web uh, restaurant websites or things like that, that if you are a restaurant, you could be um, added to. Um, so just doing a few Google searches, you can find all kinds of things, you know, and it's just doing some due diligence research so that you can figure out where you need to be. And again, not difficult, probably all free. I guarantee a lot of these are gonna try to sell you stuff, um, like block their number if that's what you wanna do. Um, otherwise, you just tell them like, you just want what the free service is for them. You don't have to spend a lot of money to digitally market your business. You don't have to have a designer or pay a marketing company. Like when you're ready to take things to another level, like for sure, like go for that. Um, get a few more skills and stuff like that or hire somebody to do some of the more difficult things. But there are so many things that every single business could do. And I guarantee even the ones that are doing like a really great job, I guarantee we could go and do like a little audit and find some missed opportunities of like, you could be here, you could be there. Things change. Um, the Google listing, things like that, um, get updated, get made better. They offer more opportunities for you to to use the service. Um, you know, maybe like a few months ago they didn't offer videos and now they do, or they offer, you know, different hours. Like right now with COVID stuff coming out, um, now you can like put a special announcement if you have any restrictions or things like that. Like, so it isn't like a set it and forget it. This is something that you probably, if you said like, oh, well, 10 years ago, I filled out my Google listing. Like, dude, you got to go back and fill it out again. Like you got to keep up with that kind of stuff. So I guarantee even people that are doing it really well are missing some things. So um, I would hope that you wouldn't be like, I'm fine. Like go Google the services that you're in. Um, Google your business and see what comes up. And then that's another way of being like, I didn't even know I was on this business or I didn't even know I was, you know, attached to this website or or my Facebook page does come up. Like what when someone when somebody Googles, what do they see when they click into that? So it's just a way to audit your own business and be able to find all these different opportunities that Plus, you might be missing. If you have analytics on your website, you can then see where all your traffic's coming from. So if they are all coming from Yelp, you know, uh, maybe you want to focus a little bit more on that one because it's you know the most beneficial to you uh, or if you're listed somewhere that they keep hounding you like Yelp and nobody comes from there then obviously you don't need to give them any money whatsoever um, but I, I mean once you can get into it it'll be pretty interesting to see where all your different traffic comes from you'll, you'll see they're coming from Facebook they're coming from a Google search result you know TripAdvisor, you, you'll when you can see where all that, you, then you can really start to understand, you know, your customer really, you know, what 
where are they coming from? And if you look at your analytics and it shows that everybody is direct, meaning only people that are typing in your address are coming, like that's a big sign that something is wrong. Like you should be getting traffic from all these other sources. And really, if you didn't go and look at your analytics, you may never know this. There are things that have happened. I mean, we've seen like clients that we've taken over their website and it turned out that somebody somehow blocked Google from showing their website at all. And so they weren't getting any traffic from anywhere because it, it wasn't even allowed. Um, so checking out you know, your analytics again, free service. All you have to do is like have one little piece of code. It's like a little number that attaches it. Um, it's in like in Google, like if you went to Google My Business, it's in like the same type of area. Um, we use Google Analytics. There's other companies. Um, and then it just, it shows you exactly where everybody's coming in. It's pretty interesting. Um, Facebook, similarly, if you have, like we talked about that a little bit, if you have your business set up correctly, you can see how many people came to your page, how many likes you have, how much engagement, like if, um, you know, Sean talked about in another video, the um, Helen article, like if he just made the Helen article and didn't go and check what was happening, he wouldn't have known if it was popular or not. But by looking at the analytics, he was like, that's one worth, you know, um, sharing a few more times because that's actually is driving more traffic, getting more traffic, getting, so we say traffic, like if people don't know, like traffic is, we call that, um, is people actually clicking into the website. Um, so that's like how much traffic you have um, coming to your website. Like he can see that pe that article was getting people to click into the website. Without analytics though, you wouldn't know that. Sean didn't pay for that article. It was free. He wrote it himself, put it together really simply. Um, and, and when you're digital marketing, that's the amazing opportunity that you have that you didn't have before. You don't have to spend you know $10,000 to uh, get a TV commercial. You can reach the same amount of people or more people for free on Facebook. Or on YouTube. Even for the museum, I thought it would be cool to have a billboard. Uh, billboards are expensive. I think it was like 500 bucks. And it was just a digital one, so it wasn't even up there all the time. Um, and when I had the billboard, if the museum was open, it's because I was there. Uh, and in the entire time that billboard was up, I had two people come into the museum because of that billboard, and they came together. <laughs> oh, they came together? I thought it was two separate people. No, so that, I asked every single person how they heard about the museum, just so I would, I would know. $500 for two people in I, one trip. I got to take a picture of it. Yeah. Uh, on the flip side of the coin on that, most people at this point see it on Facebook. A uh, friend of theirs is or TripAdvisor or, or TripAdvisor. Yeah, uh, you don't really have to pay for that. Now we do have a Facebook ad going for the museum, uh, but even without that, like it's it's still Facebook is how most people are are finding the museum. But even the Facebook ad that we have going, I I think it's what five dollars a day. Yeah, it is. Like, it's five dollars. Literally five dollars a day, and it continually gets new people, new people. At least that I can then say, okay, you know, I'm spending $5 a day, but I'm getting at least, you know, a person into the museum every day. So it's paying for itself. 
Where's that billboard? That was a, I mean, we paid $500. Uh, no. At the time, so admission was $5. So let's say uh, $10 deducted. That's $490 for a picture of the digital billboard is all we got out of it. Not not money well spent. The cool thing too about all of these digital things as well is that you can turn things on and off very, very easily. If you do a print ad, a lot of times they want like an annual contract. Uh, the billboard, that was for the whole month. Like it isn't something you can like dip your toe in and test. All this digital stuff, like I did print for so long and I really do love print. I did printed magazines and though I do love it, there's a permanence to it that digital is so much more flexible that, you know, if something isn't working today, reword it, change it in like two minutes. It's something totally different. So it's easy to be flexible and to be able to do things yourself um, without having to rely on some big company to do all these things for you or to cost a bazillion dollars. Plus, I don't have a bazillion dollars. And when you grow into wanting to put some money behind some stuff, you can really start to target exactly who you want to see your business. Instead of just blindly putting it out there and and hoping something bites, at least nowadays with, with digital marketing, like you can really hone it in and try to get the biggest bang for your buck, which is, again, huge. So not only is it, you know, uh, a lot less money than it used to be. It's a lot more effective. None of that shotgun approach anymore. No, which also ruins me because I'm still in an area where I get a lot of walk-in sales guys that want me to advertise. And I just, I, I, I can't do it. I mean, even if it seems like it, well, you know, it's local and it would be... In my in back of my mind, I'm just like, it's a waste of money because <laughs> I can't tell whoever is going to see this is actually going to come into the museum. And, you know, we don't have a huge budget. And it's just a nonprofit. So um, I got to be really s- selective. And although I would like to, you know, be everywhere, be everywhere and, and be in the local magazines and all that, it just I, I can't do it if I'm going to spend, especially since it's like. It's hundreds of dollars usually. It's not like we're talking 25, 50 bucks. You know, so in a business card ad in a magazine for one issue, you know, one month's worth, it could be like $200. Which if you had a $1,000 service, like that's great if you have one client. But yeah. when it's $7 to get into the museum. No, it just, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. Where I, you know, if I did want to, if I did have the $200 to spend, I could apply that in a more strategic uh, application and really get my money's worth out of that. Digitally. Something to think about. Absolutely. So if you like this episode, we would appreciate it if you would give us a like. And if you could subscribe to our channel, we would think that's great too. And you know what? We're trying to get the word out. So if you could drop us a review, we would really appreciate it. And if you want some free resources, we have lots of those over on ToriMathis.com that you can check out. Things to grow your business so that you don't waste your time and money because we definitely don't want you to do any of those things. But we want you to grow your business, especially online, because like we said, this is... This is the time, man. This is this is a great opportunity for anybody that's in business and we want you to take advantage of it. So we will see you on the next one.
If you want to get smart tools to build your business, go to besmartal.com.